since long time no see. So I disappeared into the woods, in, into the wilderness for about a week, and I'm just now starting to reacquaint myself with regular life in uh, the world, the world of people, not just woods and trees and uh, my own thoughts and books and things like that. So I wanted to share what that experience was like for me as I slowly acclimate myself back to the real world. I haven't even touched my emails. It's, been, it's probably been uh, like 10 days since I've looked at my inbox. Um, I'm sure things are piling up. I don't think there's any emergencies or anything like that, but it's been a while since I've walked away for so long. So. Uh, that's uh, That's been an interesting, it's gonna be an interesting challenge getting back into the swing of things after this. So the what I planned to do was spend a week at a cabin. Um, and this is a, a place that I've been to many times before. It wasn't like a new um, cabin or anything like that, but I wanted to sequester myself away in a cabin for a week to totally unplug. So this meant no TV. Um, I, I did try to figure out the, three channel TV situation out there just because I wanted to see what the weather was um, for for my drive home. But aside from that, no TV, um, no like phone or internet. Um, I didn't even listen to music, which uh, I had downloaded an album or two just like with the idea that I would maybe listen to music on the, on the trip. But once I was there, I really, I was craving uh, lower input. I was craving a lot of quiet. I wanted the solitude of my mind. Music is great, but it, it is input and it's it, it directs my thinking. It gives me a vibe, it gives me a mood, and I wanted to just be in my own mood and in my own vibe uh, and, and not have distracting input. That being said, I did have other forms of input. So I brought a stack of books with me and I did a bunch of reading while I was there. That was essentially how I spent most of my time. Probably spent somewhere in the ballpark of like four or five hours a day reading. And, uh, <laughs> and I didn't even read the books that I brought. There happened to be books at the cabin. I was like, oh, this was on my reading list. So I ended up um, reading those. I, I read a book, I didn't think it was very good, but I liked the premise. It was, I think, in, in praise of slowness and uh, a book that I found very good, which was called Last Child in the Woods. And both of these really were shaping my thinking. I was also reading about childhood education while I was out there as well. So uh, these books that I was reading about really shaped my experience in that I was really feeling the virtue of, of being quiet, of being still, and of connecting to nature. So for example, the book Last Child in the Woods is, is about how kids are more and more detached from you know being able to play outside it's like most of us i'm kind of the last generation of this as a millennial but most of us have an experience of being kids and being outside for hours at a time not really being heavily supervised or supervised at all um, but playing in um you know in, in backyards or in, in the woods or wherever um, we happen to play. But those are the kinds of experiences that kids don't have anymore uh, frequently because we just feel like we need to watch our kids all the time. Um, they're losing access to green spaces and things like that. And just talking about the effects of nature and connection to nature in terms of a child's development, which is relevant to me as a parent. But it's also relevant in a wider context because what's good for kids is probably what's good for adults. So I was experiencing a lot of insight about the value of connecting to, to nature. Now I had a childhood where I played outside a lot, but my connection to nature is, I, I don't really have one. I mean, nature to me has been basically like a blob. Uh, it's just, it's one thing, it's, it's nature. It's not 
complex. It obviously is complex, but I guess what I mean is when I go outside, I don't know the names of trees. I don't know the names of flowers. I don't know the different types of birds. I don't know pretty much anything. Like I don't know how to label things in the natural world because I've never taken the time to, to learn about that kind of thing. So when I go outside, when I go for a walk in the woods, I, I feel like I'm seeing at most like 10% of the beauty of it because I don't know what things are. I'm just walking through trees, just all of the different diversity of trees that I say, they're just trees. It's not uh, like a maple or a birch or a spruce or it, it, I don't know what any of that is. So nature to me has always been very much like a background or a backdrop to whatever I'm thinking about, as opposed to a living, breathing thing that it obviously is. And I feel, I was really feeling that gap. I was really feeling the, the disappointment about my own lack of connection with the natural world, of not knowing the names of things. And this is something that I'm just starting to think about, just starting to explore, and I, I'm going to continue to do this going forward. Um, but that was a major point of, of focus and thought. How I spent my days is uh, they, were, they were slow, and that was wonderful. So I didn't have a timeline. I did set my alarm clock, but I ignored it every single morning. <laughs> Basically woke up when I wanted to, went to bed when I wanted to. And I went outside every day, even though it was minus 30 pretty much the whole time. It was really cold. Um, but I made sure to get outside to you know experience. Uh, there was this really beautiful full moon and the lake that I was at was totally frozen over, covered in snow. There was ice fishing huts pocketed over the, the lake. But I went at dusk, the sun had set about half an hour ago and the sky was all shades of, of blue and pink. And the full moon was just like front and center above the lake. And I burned that picture in my mind. I didn't have my phone, I didn't take pictures of anything that I experienced. I just wanted to be able to take a mental picture and just remember the experience. So uh, I did have some, some beautiful moments just being out on walks. So that's one thing I did. Like I said, I spent somewhere between probably four or five, six hours a day reading. Um, I spent time having uh, having conversations. Um, I didn't spend that much time cooking, but you know, a little bit, the bare minimum cooking to, to feed myself. And uh, I, did, I did try to do a jigsaw puzzle, so that was fun. Um, I haven't done a jigsaw puzzle since I was a kid, but I found a big stash of them in the closet. And I was like, oh, a thousand pieces, that's doable. I could do a thousand pieces. Spoiler alert, I could not do a thousand pieces. I think I got through like two thirds of the puzzle before it was time to leave and it, I probably spent a dozen hours on it by that point. I, so a thousand pieces is a lot. I think next time for the amount of time, uh, unless I'm doing a little bit every day, like 500 pieces, much more reasonable. But that brings me to another lesson that I stewed over the entire week that seemed to be really, really important and the puzzle seemed to encapsulate. I was thinking a lot about process versus achievements. And it's probably something you'll hear me talk about more in the coming days and weeks. But the the idea that I'm always uh, trying to achieve something, I'm always looking for the the gold star, the big the big event, the um, <laughs> the final exam, the whatever it is, the 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 focal point of of the big moment, and totally ignoring the process. Uh, so, for example with doing a puzzle, there's a process involved. It takes many hours to do a big puzzle, but then at the end of it, you've achieved the puzzle, it's finished. So sometimes, and oftentimes I should say, when I'm approaching a task, I think about the end result. So I think about, ah, I really wanna have the experience of completing a puzzle, but 
I'm kind of ignoring the dozen plus, you know, 12, 20 hour, however many hours it takes to create that puzzle. I'm just thinking about that tiny, tiny little moment at the end, that tip of the iceberg when I finally finish it, the summit of the mountain, uh, as opposed to the climb, as opposed to the journey. So I think that I'm really starting to play around with the idea of not being so achievement oriented because if I'm process oriented, if I'm thinking, I want to have the experience of just like trying to do a puzzle, I'm not focused on the outcome. The outcome might come anyway. It's a natural consequence of going through a process. You are going to achieve things. You are going to have outcomes, but by focusing on the process, there's much more enjoyment. I was really trying to take my time to enjoy little things and little moments and little gains one piece at a time being fully absorbed in the task at hand and not thinking about the end result. So that when it was time to leave and the puzzle wasn't complete, it was two thirds complete. There was like a big patch of sky. You guys doing like blue sky when there's a hundred pieces of blue. Oh man, didn't even go there. Um, but when I was looking at it, I didn't feel disappointed. I didn't feel like, ah, oh, I should have completed that puzzle. I just felt like, Hey, that was fun. That was fun trying to do a thousand piece puzzle. Now I know for next time there's way too many pieces. Um, so that's something that I've been thinking about a lot as well. And there's a bunch of other things that, that have been coming up. The final thought that I want to leave with from my experience in the woods is I really got the sense that the best metaphor I can think of is I felt like it was planting seeds in fertile soil because I feel like these sprouts are a sprouting in the back of my mind, um, in my spirit that will bloom into, I don't even know what, I don't know what, what will come of it, but I did have the feeling of, um, having, having space, having quiet, uh, allowed me to feel more like myself, um, to really get clarity on the things that I want, the things that I'm interested in and just space to, plant seeds, space to you know put compost into the soil. Yes, I've been reading about gardening a lot too. And this this is I think going to bear fruit in the coming, you know, weeks and months. And I came away from the experience thinking I need to do this regularly. I'm thinking like once a quarter if I'm lucky. That would be great. Like one week every quarter where I just totally detach from regular input to recenter myself and feel more connected and at peace with the oftentimes chaotic nature of life. So I'll leave it at that, but I'll catch up with you guys tomorrow. Take care.